0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a
1: show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to.
2: Joe. You're an idiot. Really
0: I'm a disloyal person. This, this thing. is the CUSE Militia. <laughs> now, those two unapologetically biased orange-blooded homers, Sean and
2: Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. Nothing. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the Militia live on Twitter, XRX, spaces, sometimes, maybe, once in a while. Um, Joe will eventually get that right again someday. Uh, 65-60 loss against Georgia Tech on the road for Syracuse. It would be a quad three loss. Um, Not exactly what we were all hoping for after a big win at home against Carolina. But this is, I guess, what we deserve. And they dropped three spots in the net. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it. We all watch the game. There's not too much analysis to, to go around, but I think we do have some things to say. And um, we're going to say them. And we'll get into some of your feedback, too. I we'll have to probably... Uh, filter through some of the comments, I would imagine. Uh, people weren't extremely happy with the with the outcome of the game. And also, not just that, but um, think the disappointment. You expect a little bit more. Hope for the best, expect the worst, maybe, uh, to some extent. But um, just the inconsistency, I think, is, is gnawing at people. And um, I'm one of those people. So, all right, without further ado, let's take a listen mm. to what Coach had to say following the loss.
1: Par four game, uh, like we expected. Uh, you know, I thought, uh, you know, the difference in the game was their rebounding, which, you know, we talked about that. You know, they're a very good rebounding team. Uh, their rebounding, you know, was a difference, you know, the second chance, opportunities that they got, whether it was a drive or a foul, especially late, late down, late in, the, late in the game. And then I just thought offensively we just, you know, 60 points is not enough. And then I thought we missed some easy ones at the end. Some not easy ones, but some shots that uh, you know we needed to make and we didn't make them. But uh, I think ultimately it just came down to you know we 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 shot you know a lot of threes. Um, I think we have the that's not a a good recipe for us right now Um, shooting that many threes. But uh, it comes down to rebound. I mean the difference, 49 to 28. That's the difference. That was that was the game right there. and uh, you know we just you know, we, we have to do a better job battling uh, on the glass, um, you know, as we as we move forward. So that was it. Questions.
2: With um, Naheem out for the rest of the year and Benny's gone,
1: is is a rebounding uh, an issue you're going to be worried about going in basically every game down the stretch? It was a it was it was an issue even when we had those guys. I mean, it wasn't that big of an issue because we had bodies, but um, obviously, you know. uh... Rebounding is, is definitely gonna be an issue for us. You know, it's just what it is. We have to battle more. We have to get five guys in there rebounding. Again, we talk about it every every game. We gotta get our guards in there rebounding. You know, um, it just can't be one guy, you know, it has to be everybody getting in and rebounding. And uh, today, you know, again, when you see this big a difference in in the numbers and the rebounding, a lot of times it's because we didn't shoot the ball well. You know, we didn't shoot the ball well, um, so they were able to get some rebounds on that end. Um, so, but we, we got to do a better job. I know late, you know, that was the difference. You know, we got them to take some shots, they missed them, and they got the rebound back.
2: Uh, yeah, Red, uh, at one point there late in the second half, Chris Bell seemed to have a moment over on the bench. Uh, he seemed upset. Quadir is talking to him. What was going on in that moment?
1: You know, um, Chris, you know, Chris, uh, uh kind of he uh he gets upset with himself. All right. He gets upset with himself to the point where, you know, we try to, you know, get him back focused on what we need to do. You know, he's very hard on himself and and and, and I can respect that, you know. But, you know, we gotta move on to the next play. And and I saw that oh, was about, you know, uh forgot what happened. I don't know if he missed a shot or something happened and, you know, he you know, he was Getting hot, he was down on himself, and it was just trying to get him refocused.
2: All right, so uh, immediately following the game, I mean, we'll talk about the things that Syracuse can control and should control, and, um, you know, we'll go from there. But, you know, a, a, a ton of threes taken. I think I saw a tweet from Mike Waters um, when Syracuse hits four or less threes, they're like one in five, and um, just not enough shots made there. And you went, when you're not shooting, um, at a decent clip and you're taking 25 of them and hitting 16%, I mean, that's going to be a recipe for, for disaster. And, and obviously on the rebounding end of things, negative uh, 21 on the glass. And, you know, you can't win games like that. If I was just to look at that, I'd probably I'd no doubt I would say, well, we probably lost that game. So um, just not um, consistent. I know people are frustrated with that. Uh, Joe is a little bit worried coming into this game. They 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 might just struggle just because of the pattern that we've seen this year, and um, you know it's just an up and down. It's a very uh, it's a roller coaster ride with Syracuse basketball right now. And, and you know, <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess for me, Joe, it kind of it's kind of one of those things um, when you. When you struggle and you struggle and, you know, we gave up on, I mean, at least for me, I can speak for myself when I say, I think I, I, I kind of just came to the terms of the fact that Syracuse isn't going to have uh, a, a much of a postseason um, in regards to, you know, the much, okay? Let's just say that. And, um, and you know, when they go out and they beat a North Carolina team, albeit at home, doesn't matter, they go out and beat the, the seventh-ranked team in the country and um, – just the fight in the in the uh, energy and just everything and being able to rebound decently enough in that game to hang um, just, you know, you could be negative on the glass and Syracuse is a good enough team with a lot of talent. And I think that they could overcome the boards if they keep it close, but you hope that that drives some momentum going into a couple of road games and just for the final leg of the season, being able to pull out some wins to just at least get yourself in the conversation again. Right. You, you go, yeah. you go to, you go to Georgia tech and, and, you know, we're up on this high off of this big win and then splat, you know, it's like, um, just, just not twenty-two for sixty from the floor. Just not hitting shots, and um, you know, not getting to the line enough. I Me, mean, honestly, you got to get you got to get the calls. But just they were there. I think they just weren't being called And Syracuse game. Getting to the line and being able to be a distraction and get people in trouble and make them maybe uh, pull back just a touch and and make it a little bit just that much easier for for our guys to get to the rim and. It just, it just yesterday wasn't happening. And um, mm. you can't will it, but um, you resort to shooting some long shots and some bad shots quite a year with trying to pull off some circus stuff. And dude, sometimes he does. So I don't mind him trying. But, right. but there's the time and in, in a place for that kind of in a sort of way. You know what I mean? So um, those are the things I feel like. Uh, not feel like i know they're in syracuse's hands and that they just didn't do um good enough yesterday to pull off a win on the road
0: yeah that's i mean it's pretty easy when you watch it when you look at it uh you know we know we're not a great rebounding team but we do other things that we can make up for especially you know we've proven it against teams that you know, aren't as, as good as us this year. And uh, this was obviously our worst loss, even though it was on the road this year. Um, you know, it just sucks because, again, like what you spoke about, it's like coming off of North Carolina, you're like, okay, if we can if we can go plug off, you know, five more in a row, then that changes the outcome of this season. Uh, and now after, and again, technically, mathematically, not over, right? but – after last night, it seems as though it's like, okay. Like, it seems like that's going to be the one, you know, that, that, that takes us down, you know? And I mean, again, too, I mean, how do you move up in the net?
2: Well, it's very difficult.
0: I'm just saying we're 90, we're 91st. Right. We, we beat North Carolina. We go, what, 85?
2: Well, we moved up, I think five spots. Um, I think
0: it went 91 to 85 And then before the game yesterday, we went up to eighty-seven. I'm assuming based upon because of other things that our opponents have done. Uh, And then we lose a road game, and now we're okay. We're back. Now we're ninety. We're back to ninety. Yeah. Um, Like it's 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 just to me, it's kind of ridiculous, and it's just I I don't know. I mean, almost as ridiculous as those refs yesterday. Um, And again, I don't like. I mean, you've spoken about it before. You know, we've talked about how we don't think the refs are great um facts yeah but at the same time if you know like what you spoke about you know yeah the the rest might not have been great at wake forest but we weren't winning that game well we lose that game by like 29 points or something like that right Right. so
2: we we mentioned the refs (laughs) but we 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 know that's not the difference that was not the difference in the game because syracuse just didn't play good enough
0: yeah and realistically uh i mean georgia tech did enough second chance you know opportunities just based upon rebounds um but they didn't need you know, they didn't need the help of the refs. You know, it's just it's to the, me the timing down,
2: too. It's the timing of, of the <laughs> the poor officiating.
0: I mean, there's that, but again, you're not you're not calling the same exact things down no. on the other side of the floor, you're right? Not, I right. mean, we saw Kwadir Copeland, you know, I mean, he had a there's a couple bad calls on him. Um that there was definitely a bad call on Malik Brown, the one you shared on Twitter. I mean, he hit all ball, and then dude grabbed his arm. Uh, you know, it's just – I think they missed what – they missed an out-of-bounds play. There was a charge, you said. Um, you yeah, know, there's there multiple was... plays where we I thought our guys got fouled or there should have been and ones, and they didn't call it. You know, okay, we made a tough layup, but it was like and one. Like, obviously, didn't call it. Um, you know, but to your point – we had a lot of open shots, and we had free throws we missed. Uh, so again, there were things that we could have done to to probably take that game pretty easily.
2: Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I'm not even going to point to the foul shots. The percentage at 70, percent and it's not not where I like to see it. And you know, not that's awful a, though. It's not, but right, it's not terrible. 12 for 17. My my problem is the 17. I feel like we should have had more opportunities at the line. And right when the broadcasters who don't have an ounce of, by the way, one of them is a Georgia Tech alum, that have not an ounce of honesty in, 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 their, in their profession, um, talking about, oh, well, they're letting them play, they're letting them play, and then Malik Brown gets a ticky-tack crappy reach and foul like almost immediately after after right. after they're banging against Syracuse on on both ends of the court. We've had two games we've had well we've had three we've had three calls against us on out of bounds balls in the last two games within 2 minutes where every time they went for the monitor went to the monitor, Syracuse is 3 and 0 in in reversing that call. Okay? So I mean Look, those aren't easy. I get it, but, I mean, there's there, that is very lopsided, okay? The two against North Carolina and the one against Georgia Tech. Um, the Malik Brown reach in at the end where he where he hit all ball there and then had his arm grabbed. I mean, the ref that called that had a straight-on view of that play. Like, it was right there. How, mm-hmm. how that gets called is beyond me. And what we can talk about, you know, Syracuse needs to do a better job of rebounding. Syracuse shot too many threes, and their percentage was god awful at sixteen percent. And we could talk about all that, but when the game is close, I mean, just to play devil's advocate here, the the game was close enough to still win despite all of that. So the game is still close enough to win despite poor shooting being negative twenty plus on the boards, and you still got a shot to win. And the officiating comes down to like the most like just obscenely frustrating level of officiating yeah and, and and you know I'm gonna point to that I mean it's the first I think it's the first time this year where we were seriously affected by officiating and, and and I believe they they tried their hardest um in the dome against North Carolina just Syracuse just willed that through they just they just were gonna make it happen and they did right uh, but on the road, you know. It's just tough, man. It's really it's really hard, Joe, you brought up before we came on. It's really hard to get to have a um to not be a little jaded about ACC officiating. It's it, it, it even crept crept into lacrosse. We've we've talked at nauseam about football the past few years and and now, you know, the lacrosse team gets gets jobbed on on an awful call where um Pushed in the crease on a on a on a goal and and the goal was eliminated, so I mean I don't know man,
0: yeah they looked at it too <laughs>
2: they they they, they changed was that the rule change because they didn't used to look at that there was the playoff game i think last year the year before where someone got jobbed in the playoffs and and they i think they started looking at that so yeah um in overtime and it was the yeah. same it was the same situation mhm. And they looked at it, and they still determined that it w- they took the goal away. This, it just – it it makes things not fun. I talked in the last episode about watching soccer, and I joke, okay? I joke. But, um, you know, one of the reasons I don't really watch soccer is I don't really know the game that well. And, and I feel like when I'm watching college basketball sometimes, I'm just like – I mean, I'm, I'm over the backs are like almost every play on almost every rebound. Right. They don't even freaking really call it anymore. I mean, are we calling the – Felonies, Are we calling them misdemeanors? Are we calling them both? Like, I mean, we got to, there's got to be some kind of consistency to this, at least from officiating team to officiating team. And right. you, you and I have before have talked about accountability and officiating. There's absolutely none that I know of. And it's just, no. you know, when we talk conspiracy talk about officiating, I mean, and the stuff that happens, really, I mean, it just, it just fuels our fire <laughs> for, for making those comments. So anyway, yeah.
0: I mean, there's a human nature aspect to it as well, right? Like, just like when they talk about like baseball and the umpires behind, you know, behind the catcher and calling balls and strikes, right? Like, everybody is a little bit different for everybody. Now, yeah, I mean, 90% of them should probably all be strikes or all be balls, but there's that little factor, you know, and it is difficult. You have to, it's a bang, it's bang, bang. You know, nobody likes you know. Nobody likes the the whistle to be blown two seconds after a foul. Is, you know, it makes it look like they're trying to make up for something, or you know. So you try to be as accurate as possible, as fast as possible. But
2: in basketball I mean, is a little quicker than football.
0: Yes, right? and, 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 and it's difficult. I'm not saying it isn't or isn't, but I mean to have it a situation to, to to be so so different that like. A different officiating crew at that game yesterday, and
2: we win by 10. I mean, it's possible.
0: I mean, maybe not that much, right? But, I I mean, mean, again, it was one of those things where – We'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know. I mean, obviously, you hit threes, then we would have won anyway. But I'm just saying that, you know, that specific – There's not too many many crews, you know – The way they called the game yesterday goes exactly against the way that we need to be able to play. Because we like playing aggressive, we create we create turnovers. We still created 17 turnovers. We know Quaidir and Malik like to get a little, you know, little handsy with trying to poke stuff away and everything like that. They're really good at it. Um, and on top of that, we're not deep. So if we get an officiating crew that's going to call those, and then we're going to be in foul trouble. Well, and then you wonder why we're giving up layups or we're giving up rebounds because we can't be as physical because we can't have people foul out. I mean, then that's going to be a problem. You know, Malik Brown had no business fouling out yesterday. Even that and one that they called, um, the Miles Kelly made the the the, uh, the layup and Malik Brown went up. Like, okay, that's fine. Like, if that's a foul, okay, I get that. But then that means you missed five or six and ones exactly. on Exactly,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's, so it's inconsistent. So that was what's frustrating, yes. Yeah.
0: The inconsistency of it is what's frustrating. Yeah. And why? Because they weren't poking their hands in?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they were playing pretty physical, physically, and, you know, I think that Judah gets, gets the short end of the stick a lot of times on this stuff because, I mean, every official out there knows what his game is. And that shouldn't affect your call, though. Like, like, you can't let that affect us. The same thing with, like, Dungy back in the day. And sometimes we saw it with Schrader, you know. He's mm-hmm. a very physical guy. He's a runner. He's putting himself out there. Well, you know, you, you still can, like... Have illegal nasty hits or late or whatever, you know, coming sli- when, when you are talking about sliding or when you are out of bounds, right? I mean, we've yep. we've seen all that so many times. Like you, you, you don't give those guys the benefit of the doubt anymore because I guess you know, in your in your mind, you are they putting themselves out there, so they become just you know, I I, I don't know, but there is like that human element that you are talking about. Yeah. Um. At Joe Catskill, refs didn't help. accused missed one in one of the missed two front ends of one and ones. Um. In the second half. McHugh missed one in ones that could have been the difference. Love this team, but they need to play to, to their potential. The thing between bell and Copeland didn't look good either. Go orange. We need some wins now. Hey, look um, two other things from the montage real quick. Rebound coach said, rebounding his, his, it was an issue even when they had the guys and then he, he walked it back. But the truth is it still was like, yeah, we had the bodies, but it still was an issue. Like, rebounding all year has been an issue. We Re- Rebounding for the past three years has been an issue. Like, that's mm-hmm. not, you can have as many bodies as you want out there. If you're not grabbing rebounds, rebound is an issue. Um, right. They they do show signs of life, though, every once in a while. Um, the Chris Bell thing, as he mentioned, um, you know, look, we've talked about Chris Bell's body language, and, I, and I'm glad that coach had that. I'm glad that he was asked that question. I think it was Mike Waters. And um, to kind of clear that up, because I wondered if Bell was just down on himself a lot of times, just just feeling like, you know, just upset with himself or for something that he did or missing a shot or whatever, and, and that's fine. like i i can I can appreciate that um in a player, but uh, like coach says, you gotta put it behind you and move on and and um you know that's cool that I think you know Copeland is out there you know coaching him on, hey, man, let's just get back in it, right? Yeah. so that explains a little bit of that because we've had a little a couple, you know some talks about that recently, so
0: yeah, well, and then that's difficult too, because you know you. There's not a lot of players that can that can handle themselves like Malik does for the most part. You know what I mean? Um, he Collectors. he handles he handles his emotions in throughout the game, um, whether it's good or bad, win or loss, uh, pretty much. You know, standard across the board, same way. Um, and it's not bad to be an emotional player. You know what I mean? Because you can get, I mean, you can get you can get pretty pumped when it comes to stuff like that, right? So, but. Um you know it's like when you're doing good you're super emotional when you're doing bad you're super emotional either way body language doesn't look great and if you have too many of those on your team, then that can be difficult to navigate as well um I'm not gonna go as far as calling them prima donnas, but um no but yeah it's it's definitely um it's difficult and sometimes it just isn't a good look um uh, through the t v
2: at Caesar eighteen uh I see what you did there. said it all year Worst shooting team in the history of college basketball now this is absurdly uh hyperbolic um start a kid who isn't uh non mid major d one basketball player backups can barely chew gum and walk i mean that is just that is a ridiculous take I'm sorry um I haven't proofread these, so at Renegade Pumpkin, I totally disagree with that. Obviously, uh, get an F and rebound. Such cocky, lazy, entitled behavior, and I never speak negative about these teams. So much talent, but so much ego. I don't know. <laughs> there's like there, there's probably a couple of those in in Facebook too. Um, look, I don't think they're cocky and lazy i do think that you know there's times where teams go into a place and regardless if it's on the road or at home and they just they just take take things for granted you know instead of being motivated and they entered the same energy that they played with against north carolina they did not play with last night yesterday evening whatever so yep um that is something that is a mindset um, they were ready for UNC. That was a revenge ticket. Like, they, they you know what I'm saying? That that was something they were like, look, we got our asses waxed. That cannot happen. And they, they came out and, and they executed. And they just didn't do that yesterday.
0: No, no. They showed up to Atlanta to play Georgia Tech the same way that North Carolina showed up to Syracuse to play against them. <laughs>
2: pretty much yeah almost I almost exactly <laughs> yeah exactly uh, at no Blanchard 44 this loss seals the season worst officiated game all year things will be different next year I, I I agree with but I don't know if it seals the season I try to keep hope alive for myself and for yeah. everybody listening um, but it doesn't look good I do think it was a terribly officiated game for something something that close and you know those things are gonna happen be thankful I guess that some of these close ones that we did win I think my Miami was a close one. Like some of the officiating was really good all year, I felt like. And, you know, you just – you're going to get those. And that's kind of why, you know, you you can point to the mistakes made. And and if you're still that close, there's a lot of things to look at to say, well, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda, right?
0: Yeah. Well, and again, too, I think that it has to do with how important the game is, who it was playing against. The fact that, you know, now we got pulled back into being excited about possibly having a chance to make the NCAA tournament. And then, you know – that game happens. And so I feel like it's a lot easier at this point in the season to be that mad at the ref, at the refs when it comes to that. But again, there, we definitely shot ourselves in the foot in certain aspects to where we could have still overcame the refs.
2: At T dot business. uh, If you expected anything else, that's on you just a really bad team that was scorching hot shooting on Tuesday. Besides that, a really bad team. I don't think they're a bad team. I think there's a lot of talent on this team. I think that there are some um holes and that's putting it lightly. Um Malik Brown falling out, you know, when was the last time Malik Brown followed out? And how many times has he fouled out this season? For for being put in a position like he's been put in. Um he could he could easily be falling out almost every game. Oh yeah. And he's not. No. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you you can't you can't say it's a really bad team. Like we're we got guys playing out of position and, and you know there's probably some Justin Taylor comments. Bro, Justin Taylor has not done anything lately. When this dude throws up a ball, I'm just like I cringe. And I'm sorry, but he's got to mm-hmm. be better. He's got to be oh, better. Oh, they were
0: daring. They were guys to shoot yesterday. He he gave
2: know? up some wide open ones. He not even he wanted to had the confidence in himself to do it.
0: He went one and seven and didn't get a rebound. So again, it's you know, I mean, Tyler on Facebook. When you go 4-25 from three and get out rebounded by twenty one, there's no reason to keep Bell in the game. He averages two rebounds a game. Pathetic.
2: That, well, well, at least, he got, at least he got a rebound. By the way, he's come on lately. You want to look well, yeah, at his and season he can catch average? Fire. Yes, you want to. Chris Bell is, I mean, that's a that is. A, I don't like that take at all either because. Mm. I think Chris Bell is, needs to be out there whenever he, he can. <laughs> I mean, if he's not if he's not dog ass tired or whatever, he needs to be out there. There's no yep. there's no doubt in my mind. And he he's his defense has gotten way better the past few games. I mean, just the energy of it. It's the yeah. effort the effort of it. I should say has gotten better the past few games. Too little like you can criticize that. Like what took so long, or how come now all of a sudden? Feel free to criticize that, but to criticize him as you know, he needs to not be on the floor. That's that's absurd. I'm sorry. Uh, at David Super, we got we go from 62 versus the one of the best teams in the country to 37 versus that shit team. We sucked. We sucked real bad. Also, we got screwed by that officiating crew. However, I can't. However, can't blame the refs too too much. Uh, play better, so you're not in position in that position late in the game. Uh, okay, deep breath. F. Um, yeah, but I and, and I totally agree with David. He's always like the level-headed guy in the room, yeah. right? But you know, if you if you really you can play devil's advocate with it because through all of that bad play, like I said earlier, we're still in it. And if if the officiating was was a little bit more consistent on both sides of the ball, we probably can pull that off.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, if you just shoot 30% from the three point line, you know, we hit three more threes, we win that game, right? So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's just, I mean, and Taylor, too, right? Dave on Facebook. Why is Taylor playing? Seriously, though, great guy and teammate. So I'm not trying to be a weenie to the kid. I just got to be missing something, Red Seas, and I'm genuinely curious as to what it is.
2: I mean, he does things defensively. Most some he has done things defensively throughout the year that I feel like garnered the minutes he was playing. He just wasn't hitting shots, but he wasn't taking a lot either. Um, If he's not doing things defensively, then I I, I don't know why he'd be out there either because he's not hitting shots. He's got to be doing one or the other. If He's not doing either one. Then yeah, I I just I mean, he only played fourteen minutes yesterday, Joe.
0: Right. I know. And, I mean, I'm at the point now, you know, like Brad said, you know, Red should have pulled Taylor earlier, his confidence is shot. Um, I mean, Taylor came in dubbed as a great jump shooter. and
2: Yeah, we were excited, really excited about that.
0: Yeah. And, you know, people want to, you know, bang, bang on Chris Bell. But if Chris Bell gets a sliver to get that ball open, he can hit him. Right? I mean, he's, he's up and down sometimes. He only went two a seven yesterday. Um, but, I mean, Taylor's wide open. Taylor's wide open sometimes, and he's – it doesn't seem like he's damn coming close. And I'm not saying that to be, <laughs> to be mean. I know. It's just – it's what I see.
2: I know. And, I mean, at some point, there's just a level of honesty. And um, it's not to say that he can't or won't. It's that he's not. And I guess with that said, you know, I, I just this – he's got to get better. He's got to get better if this team's gonna get better. I mean, I'm not even looking. I'm not even talking about this year. I'm not. Uh, at Kimberly, I picture you ducking behind a large object when you post this. Some nights, the thoughts on the game. Yeah, it's me. Definitely, we catch hell. Sometimes I don't want to post it, but we just always do. So it's what we, it's what we do, I
0: guess. <laughs> Top fan David <laughs> says, "Does anyone else watch?" thank you david does anyone else watch cw on mute
2: (laughs) (laughs) a lot of criticism on the c-dub you know it's not the best but it's not the worst do you remember when the acc network first launched do you remember that oh yeah it was terrible yeah that's gotten way better way better
0: And top fan Michael, CW production crew, has been trashed for the two games we had them this year. They regularly don't update the scores and fouls in a timely manner, plus the horrible stream quality.
2: I didn't have problems with the stream yesterday. I've I've heard, heard a couple of those comments. I haven't seen it. I didn't notice it yesterday. I thought it was fine. But, I mean, maybe my internet's just better than yours.
0: Yeah. Top fan Robert, same thing. First... They're top fans for a reason, man. So, you know, um, <laughs> the broadcast crew on the CW is excruciating. Rebounding, free throws, three-point shooting. This team is an adventure. Very confusing. And uh, off of that, Jeff Barrett said, if I heard get downhill one more time, I was going to throw the TV.
2: <laughs> I mean, they were bad. They were bad. I don't even know their names. I just know one of them was a George, uh, Georgia Tech alum because that came out. That's That information squeaked out during the broadcast. So... At Mike S74855165. I used to criticize Beheim for playing six seven guys. Um it took him it took him down. Now Red is doing it. Early in the year we used nine-man rotation. Now he's playing maybe seven. Cuff is way better than JT. Play HEMA. Play Patterson. 16% from three shooting is high school, a junior high school number. Just forfeit all the road games. Dude, does he not pay does Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah. Do you pay attention to what's going on with the roster this year? Do you have – come on, Mike. Come on. He's playing six to seven guys because we only have eight. So, I mean, what the hell kind of comment is that? It's so dumb. Um, I didn't say you're dumb. I said that was a dumb comment. <laughs> um, before we get that, DM. Um, yeah, you know, refs suck, uh, trash, Pathetic. You know, it kind of goes on and on. There's a lot of comments here. But um, at M Primo Prumo 11, one embarrassment, four for 25 from three, can't rebound, same shit, different day. I can't see how things will get better next year with the same group. Doesn't matter what freshmen are coming in. We need three things, a center and a legit three-point shooter and a coach that can coach centers. We need a center. Yeah. <laughs> we need a center. Yeah. That's what we need. That's what we're missing.
0: We need that. We need a facilitator. We need some shooters. Well, I think um, yeah.
2: Copeland's. I, mean, I think Copeland's decent facilitator.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think he is too. Um, you know, like to what Jake said in Facebook. Just got exposed inside. Brown is not a center. Jt and Copeland are not power forwards. Give credit tech. Credit tech for having an actual game plan. So
2: what's I credit mean, tech? What's that? Oh, credit tech. For having an actual, when you say tech and you're talking about a team, I always think Virginia Tech. Anyway.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So again, I mean, we we've talked about this. We've talked about, um, you know, the experience, the youth on this team, uh, the injuries, the lack of depth. Uh, you know, we've talked about all that, and we're in a situation now where we are we're we're shorthanded, and Red is dealing with you know he's dealing with a short deck. You know, we don't have a short you know, what. A Short deck.
2: Oh, so I thought you said, Yeah, exactly. Sorry. sorry, dude, it's on.
0: no, per- it's, it's not a personal dig at you, man. Don't get all you hear the word short, and all of a sudden you get all offended. Stop. I know. Um, Jeez. but I'm saying is Complice. that we know we know we have this team has limitations, we understand that. Um, and that's what sucks about the whole thing is we kind of know that we're going to get out rebounded, so we have to play. A little bit different on defense. we got to take more chances, but we turn them over. We try to get to the free-throw line. You
2: hit shots, you don't get killed that, that much on the boards.
0: I mean, that's true. That's true. I mean, that's, that's part of it. But that was, that
2: was why we kept it so close against UNC. We're hitting shots. By the way, there was, there was a couple of sequences where Georgia Tech got two or three offensive boards. I mean, oh, the yeah. opportunities were there.
0: Yeah, and they dared us to shoot threes. Yeah, they said, "Okay, well, Syracuse isn't a good three-point shooting team traditionally. You know, let's see if they can do what they did against North Carolina two days in a row or two games in a row." Yeah, and they they took their chances and it worked.
2: Um, Okay, look real quick as quick as we can because I got to wrap things up here. I got a house full of kids. Um, Syracuse, Syracuse, and NC NC State uh, Tuesday at. Seven o'clock. Seven. Okay. Another seven o'clock game. Um, NC State coming off a big win last night. Watch this game. And, um, 78 to 77 against at Clemson. Clemson at Clemson. And Joe Girard, the player of that game, he, um, um, I think he had 25 or something like that, played a great game. Uh, yeah. But still lost it by one at the end and um, just wasn't enough at home. So, you know, NC State's a team that we beat earlier this year, um, 77 to 65, I think. Yeah. Um, Starling, 26 points. Mince 20 points. Copeland, I think, had five points in that game or something like that. It wasn't, um, you know, he, it, it wasn't a game that um, – that we're used to seeing from Copeland I think um, was a little different but um, going into their place now Joe the the all-time series sits at 13 and 6 but going into their place now it seems like they've kind of got you know they beat Miami they beat Georgia Tech then they go and they lose against Pitt at, um, at home and then at Wake Forest and then beat Clemson at Clemson it's just like it's just like such a talk about a very similar kind of you know win loss issue with 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 them just inconsistent so you never know what yeah. you're going to get right yeah. um and that's a little scary sometimes so um second time going in you know the one thing I'll say about this game and um just throughout the year I feel like Syracuse has been a bounce back team and you know I I don't see them just rolling over for NC State and we're going to see what happens but I have faith that Syracuse can get back on track. I am not by no means going to um talk about, you know, tournament chances or hopes or anything like that, but just just throughout the year they've managed to to put the loss behind them and move on. So um I kind of expect that, but uh we shall see. Yeah,
0: it's uh you know, on the road, I was can I kind of go off of whether or not we won the game yesterday, and whether or not I was going to go to this game because obviously it's in Raleigh. Um, but uh, I think I'm going to opt out. <laughs> um, I've been there enough. We'll have enough fans. Uh, but who knows? I can get a ticket. Things can change. It's still two days away. But uh, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, look, it's a situation where it's hard to really to judge one way or another. Um, like I said, we know we're shorthanded. We know we're young. I mean, could this be a situation where me going into the season, if we said that we were going to make the NITs and we were going to have a whatever, you know, win record, like, I mean, obviously there's people, Ken Palm had us going nine and 22, right? So um, with the, the inexperience and some of the younger teams, I mean, it's happened a lot where you see teams that are younger and they don't make the NCAA tournament, but they go to the NITs and, and they do well there and, they get a little bit of post, you know, um, <clears throat> post-season experience. And I know that the NIT is, you know, the redheaded stepchild of, you know, the NCAA tournament, but <clears throat> at least it would be something in the post game. You know, I mean, I have talked to some, there's some fans that are like, just, we want to see them in the, in the post Right. Um, and just, you know, put it in a little bit of perspective. I know that they're looking at Pittsburgh and some of these other teams that are still like, got work left to do and they got a little bit of a better, better resume, but, um, we are only one and a half games, um, in the ACC standings away from being the fourth ranked team in the ACC and fourth top four, get, get a double bye in the ACC tournament. So, um, I mean, we still have a shot. It's, it's a, it's a long shot, but we still have a shot yesterday. Um, closed that, closed that gap bad, um, we couldn't we couldn't afford that, and, and and we did, we lost, and we have to turn it around. We just can't just turn into a fall through the end of the year. We just can't do that. So hopefully, like we you said, they get their head out of their ass and they come back from this loss and beat uh, and surging NC State team that is trying to get into the tournament. So, it's really all I got.
2: Yeah, the the pit is forty seventh in the net, and that's because. Um They've won a lot of road games. They've won six road games, which is probably why they're at where they're at. Right. In the net. But 47th in the net. I mean, that's up there. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I, we'll, we'll see what happens Tuesday. But, um, I, you know, I, I just hope they go out and fight. I, it's not the team, I, I don't think, to uh, just roll over and take it. Let's put it that way. So, anyway. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. So, all right. Well, that... He's going to do it. Sorry to cut it short. We're limited on time. We got a late start. Um, Lucky to just get here and do it. So I appreciate everybody for listening. Um, We will see you Wednesday. Wednesday. All right? Appreciate you all. For Joe, Sean, we're out.
1: Peace. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars.